Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Yeah. Hello. You want a cigarette? <laughs> Wait, where am I? Oh, you're you're just in your bathroom. Yeah, we've been I've been here for the last 72 hours. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 want you want to hit some ecstasy? I got some uh, LSD tabs here too. What the fuck is this? This is the the bathroom with the shitholes. Yeah, it's the bathroom with <laughs> the shitholes, man. Look down, there's shitholes everywhere. <laughs> uh, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Guess I'm ready too. <clears throat> Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new year! Woo-hoo. Oh, that's true. Woo! Cynic Empowerment bringing in the new year! My vision is 2020. Uh, is that the first time you heard that? Did you just make that up? I haven't heard it yet, but I'm sure a lot of people are going to be saying it. Hell yeah, dude. Is that the first time you heard it? Yeah, we're trendsetters. Nice. Man, I haven't talked to you, Tim, since last year. Oh my god! <laughs> that one for. Oh, I should have, man. I should have ended the last episode with "I'll talk to you next year." I, I guess if I wanted to be reminded about my days working in retail. Oh my fucking god! Everybody would say that kind of. Oh. Like, oh my god, you guys have nothing better to do than just reiterate shitty jokes to each other. Oh, it's so bad. It's like they just save it for retail, though. Do you think they really fucking say it to like people they respect? No, not at all. They they itself. <laughs> they, they they punch it down into a little dark and shadowy part of themselves, only to be released at their. At their much hated co-workers. It's like they think they're coming down from their their cloudy heavenly pedestals to bestow their gifts of witticisms and humor <laughs> onto the lowly retail grunt, thinking that they're just going to have wide and bright eyes at their hilarious jokes. But in reality, their souls are already dead, and they just die at the idea of having to laugh at their shitty joke. Oh yeah, dude. I think it's I think it's actually like a power flip. I feel like, I'm gonna tell them. Tell me my joke sucks. Yeah, like you're gonna think this is funny. Here's a joke you've heard a million times. Now laugh. Now laugh. Laugh now. Now lick my sh- boot. Yeah, lick, lick my. Sh- I was gonna say shoe, and then I was like, licking shoe doesn't sound as good as boot. And lick my butthole. <laughs> lick my butthole. Damn, that escalated quickly. No, please, no. Lick my butthole, or I'll make your. Wife, pay me seventeen dollars. <laughs> Wait, is that how it works? <laughs> I, I don't know. Or, or would it be like capitalism? <laughs> capitalism, <laughs> supply and demand. Millennials—they like licking buttholes. It used to cost a lot more. Nowadays, seventeen dollars—that's all you need. Seventeen dollars. That is actually the exact price of an alcoholic whoring husband in Kenya. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and yep. uh, we don't know if. If he eats ass or not, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he might for seventeen dollars. Exactly. Yeah, see it through. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, their entire economy is actually based around alcoholic whoring husbands. Alcoholic whoring husbands. Yeah, seventeen dollars. You just hope that you marry an alcohol whoring husband in hopes mm-hmm. that you can, you know, spin them out for tricks and make some sweet, sweet money off that. Yeah, a pint of beer is about two dollars, and a whoring husband is seventeen. So that just put that in perspective for you. Beautiful. <laughs> it all makes sense. So we're talking about Edna McGuana. McGuana. Hell yeah. And uh, see, this is kind of a complicated situation because the article is misleading. The title says that she sold her husband for seventeen dollars, but in fact, what she did was play a little trick. On the lady that he was screwing around with, yeah, and or was or was kind of going in mafia style and be like, "Hey, <laughs> you uh, been fucking my husband? Uh, now you owe me a chunk of change. You hear? Yeah, hey, Lenny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, he, I hear this. Uh, this uh, guy's been uh, fucking around. Uh, you know, you know, we do the the gents have been fucking around, eh?" You're not supposed to ask me questions. You're just supposed to make statements so I can repeat after you. Yes, and? <laughs> oh, 
I don't know. Joe, what did we do? <laughs> Uh, we're gonna make him pay seventy dollars. I don't know. It's not going anywhere. We'll, yeah, we'll try again later. Don't worry, damn. folks. <laughs> damn, I'm trying to bring it back. So uh, this guy was screwing around with another lady. So Edna, being the badass that she was, rolls mm-hmm. up in this lady's house and is like, "Hey, I tell you what, you give me twenty dollars, and we'll call this whole thing even." You know? Yep. Potato, tomato. It's what you want. Potato, tomato, whoring husband. Yep. You give me 20 bucks and you can have him. And what she did was give her 17. So basically called her down a little bit. Right. Well, bought her trade. It's like, eh, (laughs) how about 15? She's like, 17. Done. You know, like one one of those kinds of things. Worth. And uh, yeah, she got that money. And then when the husband – wait. So what, what exactly – what was her exact statement? What did she okay, say? so what happened? So that 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 whole escapade happened, and then the, the the news whatever reporter that was asking her about the story asked if she was going to take her husband back. Edna replied, "I can't. I don't want to get into the new year with a 2019 nuisance." Oh, <laughs> burn! <laughs> Fucking nasty. Yeah. <laughs> And like mean, savage, yeah, savage Edna. Be like, only worth $17 to me. That's it. <laughs> yep. That's Done. It. You're a oh, 2019 nuisance. And, and, and that's not the entire being of you wrapped up in a nutshell right there. And to add an extra layer to it, it's actually even a little bit heartwarming is that she only wanted the $17 because she wanted to buy her kids some new clothes for the new year. Be like, be like, hey, little little Billy and little Sally, Daddy's not going to live here anymore. But guess what? Mama got $17, and you got some new clothes! <laughs> well, it kind of reminds me of the story of the Christmas shoes. I think that's what it's called. Oh, Where, God, no. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, God, it's the worst song in human history. I love sad shit, but that song is just so long. Oh, it's bad. It's just, yeah. it's just a slow grind. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's right in your face. God, I fucking hate that song. How does it go? Uh, I don't know how it goes, but it's basically just three minutes of just the saddest shit you've ever fucking heard. I wanna buy these shoes. Yes. But my mama, please. I don't got money, but I wanna buy these, <laughs> these shoes for my mama because she's gonna die. I ain't got much time. God damn it. So <laughs> fucked up. Such, like who the fuck wrote that song? Uh, some sad bastard. I don't know. Like fuck. And who who's the asshole that was like, you know what? We only have twenty Christmas songs, and this one's getting bumped up on the list. Yeah. We're going to take off one of the Christmas songs that gets sung every year, and this one's going on the radio. Hell yeah! This is one of the twenty songs you get to listen to. What kind of gauntlet do you think you have to go to in order to make Christmas music? I feel uh, like what you have to go to the seventh layer of hell, where the <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks live, and basically you uh, have to listen to them seeing all of not only their Christmas. Christmas albums, but all of the other continuating albums created from all of their other movies. And if you can somehow survive that to where you're not absolutely tone deaf, it can no longer seem, then you are allowed to create your own original Christmas track that may or may not be accepted by the uh, Christmas radio biz. Hell yeah. I bet it's kind of like a DMV. You know, you have all these people that have these fantastic Christmas song ideas that would really open us up. Uh, to all kinds of new musical perspectives, but instead they're just sitting there waiting, 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 and whenever their number gets called, they go up to the front and they're like, do you have your papers? I was like, yep, here are all my papers, here's the lyrics, here's the tune, it's going to be great, do you want me to play the song for you? I'm like, nope, uh, you uh, you don't have the chipmunk testicles stapled to the top of your papers. It's like, <laughs> chipmunk testicles, what are you talking about? It's like, well, you know the seventh layer of hell is full of chipmunks, you have to go down to the seventh layer of hell, you have to chop the testicles off of the chipmunk so that they can sing that way and then <laughs> you come back up you staple it to the paper you know what i'm gonna put you at the back of the queue go to the seventh layer of hell and come back and uh we'll push you on through okay well, once once you got your uh chipmunk testicles 
<laughs> yeah. Just put them in the little pocket on the top. What do you think that the pocket on the top is for? <laughs> Dumbass. It's a ball bag. Obviously. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, I, I love it. The holidays are fantastic. Not over yet, y'all. No, I'm just kidding. They, they're over. It's the yeah. same. Yeah. I can't make any jokes like we that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Twelve more months, and we can start making these jokes again. Damn it! It just it comes and goes so fast. Yeah, it's fucking murder. Like I fucking hate it. I, yeah, it's, they need to space them out. It's quite terrible. I do like having like multiple days off. That's pretty sweet. They gotta space it out, man. You get used to it, and then it's like, all right, fuck, no more fucking holidays for you until November of next year. Go pretty fuck much. yourself. Yeah, well, isn't there, like, Memorial Day in there somewhere? I'm, I'm talking about the good holidays. <laughs> well, the man, holidays you actually get shit for, you know, you get, like, maybe more than one day off. Yeah, Memorial Day where uh, you try your best not to remember anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. I tell you what, uh, it seems like uh, seems like Somalia had a pretty fantastic holiday. Moving over to Somalia. We're not down with Africa yet, folks. Going from Kenya to Somalia. That's right. It's uh, like I always say, Tim. Modern problems require modern solutions. Hell yeah. And this modern problem actually hails back to Exodus. You know Exodus, that book in the Bible? Yeah, I have lots of Exoduses. All my Exoduses live in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was well-timed. <laughs> I thought you were going to make, like, a crap joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, you know, 95% of this podcast is bodily humor. I got, like, an exodus, like, twice a day, you know what I mean? Yo, lady. I don't really shit that often. <laughs> that's probably, I think that's good. I don't think you want to shit that often. Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, so we're excessive. talking about farmers in southern Somalia. Yeah. Uh, I guess it, it it sounds like they're affiliated with jihadist group Al Shabaab. How about that? Yeah, I mean, obviously not all farmers in Somalia are affiliated with Al Shabaab, but these <laughs> ones were, and uh, which enabled them to have some uh, decent uh, firearms, being the PKM rifle, which I don't know what that is. Is that? I think you mean pesticide. I think I think he's like modern <laughs> pesticides. A pesticide, the PKM rifle. PKM rifle. Uh, so they're dealing with some huge swarms of locusts. As yeah, of uh, yeah. So just to give a number here, a typical swarm can contain up to a hundred and fifty million insects per square kilometer. So it's not just a hundred and fifty million insects. It could be more than that, depending on how big the swarm is. Yeah. 150 uh, million would be bad enough, but apparently it's more. Yeah, and it also, each locust can grow up to 4.3 inches long and travel up to 95 miles a day, depending on the wind. So that is quite a wide breadth that they can damage. They can take out many, many crops. Uh, sounds like uh, an average swarm can consume the equivalent of a year's food uh, for 2,500 people. So it's a major issue when one of these swarms slash plagues happens to descend upon your poor ass farmland. Yeah, seriously. Like it's, yeah. Is that, <laughs> are those pictures of the farmland? Because that looks real sad. Yeah, I'm assuming they're not using modern um, farming equipment that we're used to in the States. <laughs> Did, you, did your brain like melt out of your ears? What was I was that? trying to, yeah, well, it is for one, but two, I was trying <laughs> to think of the specific word. I uh, see. Uh, yeah, they don't have those like giant ass combines right. and, and fucking augers and, and yeah. trucks to uh, the grain around. Based on these pictures, I'm assuming they're using hand tools. Mm. And hand tools you, and manual pesticide. Manual pesticide being the PKM rifle. <laughs> yeah, they're shooting these. Uh, they were oh shooting God. bullets, like little tiny bullets. <laughs> Rambo style. Uh, which is a very attractive title. You know, like Al-Shabaab shoots locusts with machine guns, right? <laughs> yeah. It's so, like, it makes me think of Scarface or some shit. It's just like, say hello to my little friend. And then all the locusts are just like, it, are they shooting at us? Are they shooting at us? Are we the little friend? We are small. 
Yeah. Do they have any idea how much those bullets cost in accordance with how many of us there are? Like, <laughs> yeah. What, what's I mean, go- I guess yeah. if you're a lucky, I mean, a bullet's, I mean, a, a locust isn't going to stop uh, a rifle bullet. So you could theoretically get multiple locusts with one shot. But yeah, at the you same just have time, to get them to line up. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how well the locusts are going to be lined up for you. Is the mm-hmm. only issue. You just ask them kindly. You might be better off with a shotgun. I feel like a shotgun might actually be pretty effective if you're going to try to take out some locust. It's got a really wide spread. Got a good spread on yeah. it. Yeah. Open choke all the way up, and he's got a good spread. Exactly. Yeah. You could probably take out a few with that, but I still feel as though all of those folks oh. out there that have watched the first Shrek movie and they know that one scene in which Shrek is running around with the two sticks with the spider web in between it, I think oh, yeah. that's probably the best way to get rid of the majority <laughs> of the world. Yeah, you're probably big, right. A big net. Just go through the field with a fine-tooth comb, and you're probably going to have a better effect than just shooting at it with a PKM rifle or a but shotgun. Just think how much fun that would be, though. Oh, it's, I'm sure it's a blast. You know, just in a field, just just a barren field of nobody to hit with your gun, right? Yeah. And just spraying the sky with a fucking machine gun fire. I feel like these guys are, like, doing it out of desperation, though. Like, the only oh, yeah. tool that they have that could possibly get <laughs> these insects is something that, you know, most of us are totally unfamiliar with. You know, like a fully automatic firearm. It's like what you what they say. When all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. So when all you have is a PKM rifle, everything looks like an innocent bystander. Yeah. Oh, so these things are like these are like some huge guns. I just like looked it up here. Uh, you have a ma- maximum firing range of four thousand one hundred and fifty six yards. Jesus, there's like some random like farmer that's just like mining his own business and gets hit by one of these fucking bullets. Yeah, the that's probably why the people are running in the second picture. They hear the fucking rifle fire. They're not running away from the locusts. They're like, Jesus Christ, what are they shooting at? What is that? Do 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 do. Actually, it's faster than that. It shoots six hundred and fifty rounds a minute. So Holy it's shit like. Balls. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. God oh, damn. Gosh, and it's a big round too. Oh yeah, it looks like a light machine gun. That's a big boy gun. It is. It's seven six two by fifty four R, which damn. I was is, imagining some AK forty seven shit. It's a big round. All of our gunnet listeners are just fucking slapping their foreheads right now. Fucking idiots. Of course, the PKM is a light machine gun. Yeah, you guys didn't know that. What a oh, bunch of dotards! I'm gonna, I'm gonna unsubscribe. <laughs> Fucking assholes. I hope we have one guy that listener that sticks to it, even though he hates everything we say. I hope so. I hope we get a few of those, like people Just, who are obviously dissenters like, of like of our hate team. listeners, right? Like people that think everything we say is stupid, but they just gotta know what we're saying each week because they listen anyways. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like oh, what are these fucking God. idiots saying now? Like, what do they have wrong about the world and society? Uh, probably most of what we say is incorrect in some degree. Oh, <laughs> uh, for all of our listeners out there, if you guys are listening to us because you think that our information is valid or truthful, well, uh, you are. That's the exact reason to listen because we are indeed experts <laughs> in everything oh, yeah. we say. <laughs> That was something that we uh, we did like way back when we started this podcast. We would always have a disclaimer yeah. that was like this satirical, like, we know all about this subject. We are total experts. Why don't you quote us on your doctoral thesis? You know, like yada, yada, yada. Um, and, yeah. And it's still true. Get wise, y'all. <laughs> Get bent. Um, dude. Oh, we didn't we think didn't... of a silver lining for the Kenyan lady. Yeah, I just. Oh, it just we're not experts. Fuck. It just, I think that silver lining is about seventeen dollars worth of green. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> if that dude was cheating on her, he didn't need his ass anyway. Her, yeah, she didn't need his ass anyways. Yeah, and uh, he was a 2019, 2019 nuisance. So fuck him. Yeah, that's a two birds with one stone kind of thing. She yeah. not only got to buy a bunch of awesome clothes for her kids, but she got rid of her, her asshole husband. Yeah, so winning. That's pretty so you're going to get a two for one because we're out of water here. What about this uh, Al-Shabaab shooting locusts with the PKM thing? How about that? How about that? What kind of silver lining do we have there? Well, I mean, obviously this is sad because 
these locusts are devouring fields of food that people need to eat in order to survive. So that's what's sad about it. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so, you, got, so I, oh, you got one? You got it? Yeah, got it. Go. Uh, so the locusts themselves, uh, okay. So this is going to sound ridiculous. I am totally dead serious about this. The majority of our protein intake on planet Earth is some of the most inefficient caloric intake that we can imagine. The amount of grain that is fed to livestock is – I mean it's a terrible ratio when you think about it. On the other hand – Thanks, Michael Pollan. uh, Thanks, Michael Pollan. Yeah, you have insects and in particular locusts, which would probably be a fantastic source – of protein if you had a way of processing them so that they weren't gross little bugs. Mm. So in effect, you know, you know, you might be starving because you're not getting the type of food you want, but Hey, you got the food you need flying all around you. I, wonder Boom. I mean, actually, I mean, most of the world does eat insects. Like yeah. more people on earth eat insects than don't. So I wonder if they already do eat insects in Somalia. I don't know. I, Good question. I don't know why, why, why does the Earth have food problems when things like this exist? I mean, like these natural phenomenon, like locusts just flying around. I mean, even outside of uh, locust, the on Earth as of now, we produce more than enough food to feed everyone on the planet. It's just uh, getting yeah. the resources to the people that need it, as opposed to uh, giving resources to the people that can afford it. Kind of issue. If you catch my drift. I, I I do catch the drift, and I totally agree. Uh, I mean, I, I and I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, you just move away from the areas that are shitty. It's like because I know it's not that easy, and I've definitely had that rhetoric shouted at me before. Uh, but it, it kind of. <laughs> I was imagining someone just red in the face, just yelling at you, Tim. You're like. Hey, but what if we gave food to the people that need it? And someone just like, Oh, why are you some bleeding hard liberal? Go move to the food. And like spits just like flying on your face. You're like, put, put, but just move to it. Just go where the food is, you fucking burger. Yeah, just go where the food is. Oh, man. Or go where the job is. Oh, yeah. Like there are a bunch of folks that are like, uh, like I, I think I was discussing the farm bill in particular and how we subsidize America farmers so that we we effectively flood the market with food that drives the price down for everyone else around the world that's trying to produce it, thereby ruining any type of means of income that they could possibly have. And they're like, well, they should find a different job. And I'm like, well, what do, you, what do you mean find a different job? There's no other jobs? Yeah, it's called farming. Like, well, you should, go where there's nothing. Yeah, they should go where there is a job. I'm like, they don't have the means to go there. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking right. about? It's like, let's play a little mind experiment. Let's say that is the way it works. If people would just move to where the job is, like, like uh, let, let's think about what that would look like. Would uh, Americans just be these Roman, uh, Roman, roaming caravans of just people and minivans and pickup trucks and sedans yeah. and whatever they own, and then they would just move to wherever the job is, and then that factory closes down, and then they would just caravan style to the next town and just keep yeah. repeating until less and less of the United States is populated. Like, like yep. what would be the logical ends to this fucking just move to the job is theory? Yeah, just, just never create any bonds anywhere. Never set down roots. Never get to know your neighbor. Just just keep caravanning around. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's what ultimately matters more than anything else. Your ability to be able to financially subsist. Yeah, Jesus Christ, that's gross. Yeah, like there's that's all there is to humans. But my my in in the holiday spirit, since we can't we can't do those uh, again and much more any anytime soon is that maybe <laughs> with the story since the the air quotes heroes of the story the al-shabaab jihadist maybe yeah. this is kind of like that day the grinch's heart grew 10 times lo- larger and then the al-shabaab are the grinch and uh when they saw <laughs> when they saw the the locusts going and stealing everyone's presence aka the fields uh with the food they they you know used the tools that were available to them and they, they did the best they could to try to save Christmas, AKA the fields. 
that that is uh, a very loose metaphor that probably works. Good job, Jimmy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that, that's that sounds reasonably sound to me. <laughs> Moving on, let's have a drink, everybody. <laughs> Did you see the comments at the at the end of the Al Shabab story? Uh, what, what what does it say? Okay, here's the first comment. Mormon here, just need to pray. <laughs> That's great. Uh, just need to pray about it, and uh, everything's gonna be fine. Oh, and then another one said, "Catch and eat the locust. High protein content, probably pretty tasty too." Talk about starving in the midst of plenty. That's, that's, that's you, Tim. That's me. That's that's I'm that asshole. Oh, and then someone commented to the wait another comment. Karma, enjoy killing you morons. Ha 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 ha. That's probably someone that hates Muslim people. What is yeah? What does that even mean? That's towards the jihadists, since jihadists, you know, kill people. Yeah. Which when I mean, they do, I mean, Al Shabaab isn't necessarily good, but you know. It's, it's yeah. complicated. But they just, like, hate them on the general principle. Yeah. It's like, you guys are not uh, evangelical Christian American white people. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about Al-Shabaab. I mean, I, I, mean, I might be affiliated with Al-Qaeda. I really don't know. So I'm not saying they're good. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pledged its allegiance to Al-Qaeda. Yeah, so Al-Shabaab is just African Al-Qaeda. Neat. That's cool. You know, you got to have a little bit of diversity. <laughs> yeah. They, they are a diverse group. I tell you what. I tell you what. That, that Al Qaeda, they, they come from all flags, all ethnicities, all the different people coming together for a cause. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. It's super sad. I love not a drug alcohol. How about that? Oh, yeah, that too. Not a drug. Definitely not a drug. Drink is a drug? I don't think so. Mm-mm. No. Nope. You, guys, you guys are wrong. No, it's a liquid. Yeah, what is this, uh, what is the organization that that called, uh, that was uh, funding the campaign? Probably some opioid-funded heist. I don't know. Yeah, the, uh, it says the court-based trust, which has been blah, blah, blah. Some... <laughs> cigarette funded company i don't know some other company that has a financial stake and you drinking less i don't fucking know they're just saying the drink is a drug campaign is that so, what it's called i think that i think that's what they're calling it so yeah um well whatever um what does it mean to be a drug i mean it i think if it alters your state of being right that makes caffeine a drug Right. Well, that makes, does that make sugar a drug? I mean, like, to what degree? Oh, shit. Yeah, could you argue, argue sugar is a drug? Hmm. Maybe. I mean, like, it has an addictive quality to it. It metabolizes yeah. funky in the body. It kills you really fast. I don't know. Um, there's uh, I mean, you can't OD on it, per se. Oh, sugar? Yeah. I'm sure you can. I mean, if you do anything enough, you can OD on coffee. It would just take, like, a thousand literal cups. <laughs> yeah, so there's a there's this varying range of whether or not something is is positive or negative. I don't know. You don't even have to define something as positive or negative in order to pursue it or not. Like alcohol is certainly something that has caused a great many people issues in their life. Oh yeah, but it's also a part of human culture to such a entrenched degree that coming up with something like drink as a drug is probably going to turn some heads in a bad way. Um, everything in moderation. That's what I always say. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> Especially oh. for people who don't know what moderation is. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. No. Um, yeah, hey, fuck you, man. Don't just say I don't know moderation. <laughs> it's kind of how it is, though. Like, some people, uh, they'll, they'll use that kind of rhetoric as a way to continue with habits that are not really positively affecting their lives. They're like morbidly obese. Yeah, they're they're morbidly obese, or you know they're they're addicted to caffeine or nicotine or alcohol or fill in the blank. Uh, uh, you know, regularly consumed, socially acceptable drug. Um, and then you have campaigns like this that are trying to combat. The uh, you know, what, what I'm sure they view as uh, entirely negative sweeping effects of whatever that drug is. I mean, if we're just going to be blatantly factual, I mean, alcohol is a drug, though. I mean, we can agree yeah. that it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. I, I think that they they mean it in such a way that it's like it's a drug and should be 
uh, either controlled and or made outright illegal, you know, like via prohibition or what have you, uh, just like many other heavily stigmatized drugs. What's that? Are they? What do you, do you think that they would just like merely be saying like drink as a drug is like this kind of like a uh, metaphysical philosophical endeavor? Yeah, like, they're right. Just, like, they're probably trying to tell you not to drink. Yeah, there, there's uh, there's some kind of ulterior motive here rather than just saying drink is a drug. They want to stigmatize it in the same way that you would stigmatize other things that are labeled as drugs. And that's the first step. It's like once you're able to stigmatize something, it makes it much easier to continually add uh, you know, other modifiers to the description of that substance or, or object, whatever it is. First they came for the flavored cigarettes. And I said nothing because I did not smoke flavored cigarettes. Then they went after flavored jewel pods, and I did not speak up because I did not smoke. I did not vape flavored <laughs> jewel pods. And then they came after alcohol, and there was no one left to stand up for me. <laughs> yeah, man, that's how it works. I feel like that. I'm not saying that's the analysis of. Uh, you know, stereotyping and ostracizing things are, but I feel like you're alluding to that a little bit. Not with the Jews, but just like in the general sense of, you know, the downward <laughs> spiral of ostracizing a thing. Well, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated that this is happening. Before uh, long, they'll have alcohol concentration camps. Yeah, pretty much. And then we'll just sit and drink all day and we'll be totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We're all in the alcohol concentration camp. Anyone got a bathtub? I got a sock. Yeah. <laughs> Need a couple more ingredients. We can get some hooch up in this bitch. Yeah, come on. Let's stand together. Yeah. <laughs> Solidarity. Damn. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I do feel like uh, alcohol on some level gets a green pass. I think uh, due to lack of education, I think there was a time perhaps in my youth when I didn't think of alcohol or caffeine as a drug because the, with the shitty way that the D.A.R.E. program operates in the United States, it's kind of like only the illegal drugs are drugs and all the legal drugs are not drugs. You know what I mean? Like drug is a dirty word and anything that gets labeled as a drug as in marijuana or meth or heroin is bad and all the other stuff aren't really drugs and they're fine right right um yeah they there's a like a scheduling system and i feel like there's this kind of like symbolic interaction between the terminology that we use to describe our legal definitions of what drugs are and are not or what's socially acceptable and what's not uh and how the general uh populace is going to approach the discourse on those things like I, wh whatever happened to people like questioning laws right like you know i know that there are a lot of uh, there's a a sweeping wave of uh, of people in the united states that are pro marijuana legalization mm -hmm. um yet you know it still remains illegal for yep. you know for a, a, a good um, you know a good segment of our population uh you yep. know that that accepts that as being truth, not necessarily because it's a good decision, but because it is illegal. You know, they're, they're justifying their belief in regards to that substance on oh, the basis yeah. that our legislation still mentions that it's illegal. Yep. You know, you kind of understand. Yeah. I mean, like it's stupid. It's, it's, it's very poor cyclical reasoning. Mm -hmm. It's like laws are man-made. Uh, and if man is valuable, then there's a possibility that, we need to change our view. Uh, you know, the perspective needs to be changed. That's influencing that law. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, but I think that the same thing could probably be uttered about drink as a drug, right? Like, well, okay, if this is negatively affecting the, the human race, do we make it illegal? It's like, oh. Well, I think Thanks. for me, I think the thing that grinds my gears is so the 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 blah blah drink as a drug ad. They weren't able to play the ad because uh, it was considered too political. And so for me, I'm less upset about them ostracizing drink and more upset about the idea of censorship of some body. I don't know what body got to decide it was too political, being able to say, uh-uh-uh-uh, you can't play this ad because it's political, and we decide what is and isn't political. 
That's yeah. more of what bums me out. If I'm gonna informational gatekeeping is is just as bad because, because there's not because when Anheuser Busch or whatever fucking alcohol company wants to play some ad of some European soccer team, you know, drinking out of a giant mug of beer, that's considered gets a green pass and is totally fine. But someone that wants to pose a counter narrative of saying that it's a drug mm-hmm. gets the red light and says, no, you can't do this. This is political. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, I feel like if people have the right to drink, they also have the right to be able to post such ads. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I don't know. If, if you are going to be so easily swayed uh, uh, from your decision to drink simply by an ad that says, like, drink is a drug, then maybe you ought not to be drinking. Like, maybe that's just that that's not a good choice for you, you easily swayed person. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I mean, yeah, on the, the same whatever topic of just referring to my youth and not thinking about such things from a critical standpoint. I mean, there was legitimately a time when I didn't really think about alcohol as a drug or caffeine because poor education dare program. <laughs> I'm going to blame that. It's not my fucking fault. <laughs> yeah. I, I know a little bit about the dare program. Myself. So uh, I'm just saying that, you know, it's, it's fair game. If someone, if some fucking company wants to waste or not company, some fucking ad campaign wants to waste their fucking money making an ad, just being like, hey, mate, what you doing over there? I'm drinking. Oh, but you're not just normal drinking. You're drinking a drug. Fucking what, mate? I said it. (laughs) You're drinking a drug. That sounds real Australian. Oh, damn. Sounds real Australian there, Jimmy. Damn, I fucked up. I only have one accent. It's just like (laughs) a weird combination of Cockney Australian and Scottish and... <laughs> I, I, it's, it's almost Irish. <laughs> yeah, what's the difference? Well, I was trying uh, to segue. I, Ireland, like, yeah, that was just perfect. I, Irish is like you're always asking like a question at the end of everything. Oh, you gotta have a little lilt in it. A little bit of that. <laughs> oh, you you see you see dairy on Drink Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, little dairy. Oh, oh little dairy. <laughs> <laughs> You want to have a little extra pint with that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, doing it. Maybe you should too. <laughs> it's not a drug when Mrs. Doubtfire is doing it. Oh, lordy do. <laughs> hey, it's Miss Miss Doubtfire got a silver lining. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck! I don't drink too much. <laughs> don't think my brains don't melt it out of my ears. I'm I'm bent. <laughs> yeah, I'm bent. <laughs> um, damn! Silver lining to censorship. Wow, wow, wow! What is the silver lining? Drink mm. up, bitches! Yeah, people can drink in peace. Fuck <laughs> yeah. those guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> People don't have to be shamed by their possibly bad habits. We can yeah. live in peace. You don't have to listen to reason. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, that was an excellent Australian accent. Thank you for the segue, Jimmy. You're welcome. <laughs> this, this is quite good. Uh, so we have the Australian Prime Minister being compared to the last emperor uh, of Rome, Nero. Uh, because he is standing by and watching his country burn down. <laughs> right. uh, watching his country burn down while spouting off that uh, uh, Australia is the most amazing country on earth and qu- quite possibly the most amazing place to raise children. Yeah. Urging everyone to take comfort in the amazing spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want children growing up in Australia to feel positive about their future. I don't want kids to have needless anxieties. Uh, so this article in particular has a lot of accompanying photographs and videos, yeah. uh, a lot of which really uh, do well to encompass the uh, terrible situation that is occurring in Australia right now, uh, one of which in particular that is I – mean, 
It looks like a straight up like anybody who's seen like Mad Max Fury Road. It looks it, it looks like a behind the scenes picture of Mad Max. Straight up, like there are these four kids that are sitting on what looks to be an air mattress in the back of like a truck or something like yeah. that, like a van. And uh, outside, you, you can definitely see like everything's kind of like pitched over, like this orange, dusty kind of reddish color. Um, because, you know, obviously they're wearing the little, the little masks because everything is on fire. You know, the smoke inhalation is certainly a threat to their survival. So they have to do that on a day to day basis while their prime minister is, is, uh, posturing about kids not feeling anxiety. And- right. Yeah. It's like, how can you have, like, like uh, just the dichotomy between what is actually happy happening in Australia in Australia uh, between what he's saying about the situation in Australia in general it's just how what how can you balance these two things like can you not see what the fuck is going on and all these people are obviously having the same thought of what the fuck man how can you be saying this? We're living in the end times here. <laughs> yeah. Dude's living it up while a lot of people in this country are yeah. at, the, at least going through a tough time, I, if I, not absolutely you know, dying. I heard you know, he went, they're, they're, I went to Hawaii. I heard he went on a Hawaii vacation while this was going down for the holiday. Yeah, there, there are a bunch of pictures of him posing with uh, celebrity athletes. Um. While the country is burning, um, I mean, not not that like, I mean, like in in, in the most uh, functional sense, like if he wanted to put on a fire brigade brigade's outfit and run out and try to fight the fires himself, I don't think he would get very far because he doesn't look like he's particularly apt in that department. Yeah. But hell, like I think that he could probably be doing better things than talking to a bunch of pro athletes. I mean, he did try to go into the heart of the crisis out in the rural communities, and uh, there's this really great uh, video you can see floating around online. We'll put it in the show notes where he uh, goes up to a woman and tries to give her a handshake, and she very blatantly says, I'll shake your hand once you start uh, funding uh, the crisis in the rural communities and he kind of forces like her limp hand into his and then she's yeah. and then she's like obviously trying to like break out of it and while still telling him that he needs to help uh, fund the crisis and the specific area in which she lives and then he tries to like go in for a hug as she's like pushing him off of her it's like very cringeworthy it's just I don't understand how I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't know how you, you like read a room. Yeah, for real. Like everybody there hates that guy, and it's pretty apparent that that's the case. But all he needs to do, the sad part of the situation, he he needs to make like that snapshot photo, right? And then they're going to take that and they're going to put it in all of these mass media outlets that are going to cater to a certain demographic that are going to be supporting his decisions. Oh yeah. And be like, Oh yeah. Look, look, they the got, they got that country bumpkin shaking his hand. I guess, you know, he's, he's doing his part. He's okay. Yeah. Like they like him. And if they like him, that means that everybody's good. So, uh, fuck it. Look, you know, not, not, not clean our hands of this and uh, move on. Yeah. Let's pretend like everything's not just like burning down right now. Uh, that's great. Absolutely. Lovely. Ugh. Oh, man. <sighs> so we were talking about this earlier, Jimmy. Um, how do you fix a fire? How do you, how do you, uh, how do you put it out? The first step is to not cut your funding to fighting rural fires by 50 million Australian dollars or the equivalent of 75% of your firefighting budget. The first step is to not do that. Why would you even – like? Why would that even be a consideration? Why is that on the Why is that on the chopping block? I don't fucking know. Yeah. It, it's like, like all right, all we're of... going into the future. Climate change seems to be a bigger and bigger problem. Let's see here. Where can we uh, trim the fat on our budget? Aha. Fighting fires. Chop. Well, it's just like that just seems like a uh, you know, You're I hate to say for common it. sense, but like 
you don't even need to like believe in climate change to know that you don't need to cut Fi- funding. Fires happen. Or, or yeah, fires happen, and they happen during that time of year. Like, right. why would you do that? That's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it just like it, it bugs me on like a just like this basic level. Not even that you have to like understand what all of these technocrats are are saying about climate change. It was like you, you know. I got funding for that. Uh, okay, so so out of all of the various public service uh, um, organizations that you could cut funding for, I would think that that firefighters would be near the top of the list, of like the no-no list. Of the no-nos, yeah, the the prioritized public servants. Like, just don't fucking touch that. Like uh, anybody else. Like, hey, you know, militarized police force, cut it. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, give them as much funding so that they can't, like, tear gas people. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds great. But then it's like somebody that's, that's fighting, like, a, a, a natural evil, something that's going to exist that you know is going to exist, and not because you believe in climate change, but because you know that that the dry season's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was six months ago when they cut the budget. Yeah, it's 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 just just lack of not only lack of forethought, but uh, lack of of paying attention to the past. Yeah, like knowing what's going to come, you know, recognizing patterns. Right. It's like, oh, no fires right now. Therefore, we never need firefighters ever again. <laughs> yeah, and that and that really causes everybody to hone in on the things that he is spending money on. Like, what what in the world could possibly reallocate those funds to? Right. Or, or, or just, are you just going to cut it entirely? It's just like, oh, well, you know, like uh, less taxes. Woo. Woo. You know, less taxes on those folks that have their houses being burned down right now. Exactly. Yeah, that's a rattle off some t- statistics. As of right now, eight people have lost their lives, and it has claimed more than 200 homes. Yeah, I bet they would rather not receive that tax tax break about now. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Yeah. What an say, asset! I would say their their homes was probably worth more than the uh, the tax breaks if they even got any tax breaks at all. They <laughs> they could have just given the tax breaks to some rich assholes and left their taxes the same. Let's let's be honest. Yeah, I don't know uh, anybody that does know what he's spending the money on. Contact us and uh, let us know so that we can be even more upset than we already are. Yeah, we like being upset. Yeah, we'll include it in our next episode. Australian we'll, listeners, we'll... let us know what's up. Yeah, mate, crikey. Yeah. Thanks, Australian listeners, and. Uh, Tell us about them toilets spinning backwards and stuff. I don't, uh, I don't think that's actually a thing, Tim. Is it not? I think it's I think it's like an urban legend. It's an urban legend and the toilets yeah. they flush in the opposite direction? Yeah, I think they did the whole thing on Mythbusters. I don't think it's real. It's a fake thing? I think it's a fake thing. Oh, man, that reminds me of something. I was having a discussion with somebody in college uh-huh. uh, about, uh, about uh, creation myths. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about Adam and Eve mm-hmm. and uh, – I had always been taught growing up that men had one fewer rib Wait. than women do. Right, because of the story. Where, right, because they the took the rib from Adam, and that's what they made Eve out of. Women, women right. aren't individuals; they're automatons made from your extra rib. Oh, right, but it, it, you know that that's that. So not only is that. Um, is that shameful to, uh, you know, like posture that that's something that could possibly be true? Mm-hmm. Um, but more so just like, do you not even know basic anatomy, bro? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Have you ever looked at your ribs, dog? You never yeah, noticed you, how they're symmetrical? Feel, <laughs> unless you are a fat ass, like, just, like, just reach down with your hand, your hand, and <laughs> And then you, like, you point at a random, random, like, a random female in the room and, like, hey, count count your ribs real quick and then you're like oh shit like it really it really throws you for a loop there so hey not the first time put that in your back pocket you anybody yeah so whenever you're whenever any of our, our listeners are feeling dumb just think about the fact that uh, to, that that i have definitely made some like pretty drastic wait, did you, did, terrible stupid wait did you think you were missing huh? a rib tim yeah I did. Wait. I thought that what? I thought that men had one fewer rib, and then I was like, "Holy shit!" Wait, like, for how long? I'm like sitting there, like, yeah, "What? For how long? What did you say? For how how long did you think you were missing a rib?" 
Oh, up until that conversation. Wait, how old were you? I was uh, 18. Oh, so you hadn't been corrupted by your your lib college institute yet. Pretty, pretty you, much. You came, I mean, like, in, well, you came in a fresh little baby. Well, I was – oh, yeah. I came in like real fresh. Oh, and, uh, you still had the little innocence in your eyes. Uh, well, I didn't have innocence because I was like heavily prejudiced and uh, like hateful towards certain groups. Oh, and, like, okay, <laughs> I definitely was like I was corrupted, but in a wrong in the oh, wrong. Oh, I, I got what you're saying. Yeah, so like I, I'm, I was probably like just as cynical as I was today, but oh, at, just in a different, different direction. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Like I would have been one of those guys that was like, uh, like, oh, you you believe in climate change? You fucking idiot! You know, like that. Yeah, you're so stupid. <laughs> I I can see outside yeah, the box. You're just like the fish in the fish stupid. tank. Like, yeah, exactly. That's great. Well, cool. They and then they would look at me like, just count your fucking ribs. Just just count your, your fucking ribs, man. Just, just count. You're so fucking smart. Yeah, really. just do a quick Google search. Like, <laughs> how have you never like done a Google search on that? <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, cool. See, we're growing. Yeah. Listeners, we're growing. But, See, we're not done yet. We're working on yeah. it. We're we're a work in product, progress. We're we're not Michelangelo yet. Wait, what? Never going to be finished. Always going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. That's just the way life is. Yeah, uh, I, I don't have enough pride to be like, oh, I never was stupid. And it's like, I'm still stupid. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's something that I'm probably not going to get out of ever, ever. In fact, we're all stupid. that's one of those things. The more you know... The more stupid you believe, you probably are. Yeah, it's that's the just, uh, that's just kind of what's that? The Holmes curve, the a Kruger curve. Oh, the Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah, Dunning Kruger effect. There you go. Yep. yep. Yeah, like uh, like stupid people believe they're not stupid. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I I am I am proud to admit that I think I'm stupid. <laughs> I mean, oh, you must be smart, dog. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm not at the bottom of the curve, but I know I'm certainly not at the top. <laughs> hey, knowing's half the battle, and you're you're working on it. There you go. There's hey. another there's another little maxim that's like, uh, who who was it that said um, there are tr- two great tragedies in life. Uh, one is that intelligent or uh, dumb people are full of confidence, and intelligent people are full of doubt. Oh yeah, yeah, or something like that. Yep, it's true. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I've heard that one too. That's yeah, pretty sad. Yeah, sad. So, speaking of sad shit, what's the silver lining to all the shit burning in Australia, mate? Uh, let's see. You get a you better you got a better view across a plane. You know, you can see for miles and miles. <laughs> you can see for miles because and miles. all the shit's burned away. Fucking what, mate? Uh, I, actually, I think the real silver lining is that uh, it kind of brings up uh, a little bit of a refresher in history. Uh, I would not know uh, as much about Nero. Oh yeah. If uh, oh, yeah. this hadn't been brought up, in fact, I... at the end of this article, Jack says. Nero was the last Roman emperor of the Julio-Claudian dynasty. Didn't know that. Yeah. Didn't know that. Uh, I don't know what the Julio-Claudian dynasty was. And, and with that, so the reason why they're making the connection between Nero and uh, Shomo, whatever, fuck, kitty, fuck, face, prime minister, Scott Morrison, <laughs> is that he, uh, as Rome was burning, uh, it is said that uh, Nero uh, fiddled. He was playing the fiddle while uh, Rome was burning, way back when uh, Rome burned to the ground. So similarly, uh, Shomo is, Scomo, whatever the fuck, is, uh, you know, talking about how great it is and yucking it up as uh, his country's burning to the ground. So there you go. Fun facts. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, one thing that uh, that Shomo has not done yet, that Nero did. Yeah. Uh, Nero killed himself. Ooh, so he still has time. He has time. Gomo has yeah. time to redeem There's himself. Possible... That's right. God, uh, yeah. Now, Nero uh, reportedly committed suicide with the help of his scribe, hmm. uh, Epaphroditus. Does, uh, does Scomo have a scribe? That um, could help I think the him? dude in the hat. So looking back at the video... Uh, Scomo tries to shake the lady's hand and realizes it's futile. And then this weird, dumpy-looking dude in a hat is the one that tries to hug her. So I'm guessing that dumpy dude in the hat is the is his scribe. So maybe he could help Scomo 
and his and his and himself. Yeah, hopefully it's not like marathon related because I don't think they're gonna finish that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that has to do with the vigorous exercise, I mean, not gonna happen. <laughs> it, it's not going to happen, but it would certainly end their lives if you catch my drift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to like uh, walk back to Alice or what? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Hey, let's go back to Hawaii. It's not on fire there. This place fucking blows. Yeah, for reals. Oh man. So speaking about uh, you being dumb, Tim, I can say with certainty that you're not as dumb as the the people on our next story. Uh, wait. We have another story. Oh we yeah, have, we do. We have a last story. This is their last. This is the golden goose that laid an egg or something it just keeps on giving it really does uh it's it's like our our new uh, um oh my god i can't remember his name uh the the philippian uh president duterte um yeah dirty duterte uh it's like our our new dirty duterte (laughs) dirty detroit's demolition yeah detroit's demolition program the adamo group does have the double D going for it. Yeah, that's right. It's pretty great. They've been awarded more than $58.6 million to perform thousands of federally funded and city funded demolitions since 2014. And in this particular instance, just like the instance before, they have taken down the wrong building. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't understand how you can be awarded with – Millions of dollars in contracts to tear down structures and fuck up twice. Not once, but twice in a two-year period. How does that fucking happen? So on one thing, I, I think I know. And that, and that can either be because of like, poor management. Like, can you not read addresses? Uh, be like, okay, we got to go destroy, yeah. you know, 3179. Here I go. Demolition in again. Whoops. There's like a manager out there, uh, you know, like somebody who has clawed their way to the top. You know, it's like a a montage of just hard work getting all the way up there and then come to find out out this person's like been illiterate the whole time. (laughs) I don't don't know numbers. Yeah, they just they don't think but like just like sheer hard work has gotten them through the fact that they don't know how to read. <laughs> so in the instance that that's the case, boom, you know that's that's uh, that's understandable. On the other hand, somehow I, I I don't think that's the case, but but what's the other hand? So there's a possibility that they might have one building confused for another simply because of the general state of the area. Touche. Mm, you know what I mean? Yes, that's true. I mean, so like yeah, if I, I am, I, yeah. I schedule one particular location, and then I like look direct, and they both look identical in terms of you know ghost metropolitan town mm-hmm. kind of like they both look like parking garages with vines growing all over them. Right. Then I'm like, mm, <laughs> I'm gonna second guess myself here, right? Because I'm pretty sure it was this one, but that one looks just as shitty, if shittier. Maybe we'll take that. one. That's a good point. It would pay to probably double check my numbers. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's poorly laid out. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to. Yeah, I, I don't know how to do I it. I guess doing devil's advocate, you're making a good point. I mean, unfortunately, there's not any pictures to be like, look at the stunning, beautiful home, and here's the after effect, right? It just, yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to say, like the, yeah. No, you're making a good point. You're making me second guess myself. Yeah, I, well, <clears throat> excellent. Uh, it, it could be a little bit more conspiratorial, even. Like these folks might be taking down buildings, knowing that the government may pay additional amounts to them in order to take down the thing that they originally wanted to be taken down. Hey, like if they, sorry, if they, we used all your money <laughs> from the yeah, first time to destroy the one building. Now we gotta oh, get yeah. paid again to destroy the one you actually wanted. <laughs> Hey, that's not the first time that some companies have, have done that kind of shit. Like, they do something totally wrong, but they still end up trying to charge you. Oh, I have the perfect example. Okay, okay so uh, my brother, and, my brother-in-law and sister, they went out to a restaurant, right, uh, going out on a little date, mm-hmm. and they order order an appetizer before their food. You know, splurging a little bit, trying trying out yeah. some new stuff, and get this appetizer, and uh, appetizer doesn't come. 
appetizers will come, doesn't come, doesn't come. And then they get their meals. It's like, okay, well, they get their meals, they eat their meals, it's fine. Uh, but they're still like, where did those appetizers go? Oh, well, I guess they forgot about it. Check comes. And then the appetizer is listed on the check. And it's like, hey, wait, 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 wait a second. Like, you guys never brought this. I thought it was just going to be taken off. And they're like, oh, sorry, we'll fix that for you. They go back to the kitchen, and they bring out the appetizer that was forgotten. Like, um, we're not hungry anymore, you fuck faces. Yeah, and they put it on the table, and they're like, there you go. Like, <laughs> we don't want it now. We're full. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is, yeah, this is not. Too late. Yeah, it, this is this is already done. The transaction's complete. Like, take this off our goddamn bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, such a big fuck up. And uh, for my last trick, the fried yeah. macaroni balls. Da-da. <laughs> we don't want them anymore. Yeah, and for our next trick, we're going to knock down that building across the street that the government definitely didn't pay us to knock down. <laughs> But it's okay. They'll pay us to knock down the one that we asked supposed to. <laughs> so good. Uh, you know, it, maybe it would have uh, it would have been a little bit better for whoever did own that property, which I guess it was the uh, it was the city, wasn't it? Yeah. The Detroit Land Bank Authority owned that structure. They both were. They both were owned by that that uh, you know that that company or municipality. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of you know, fraud between the banks that own these homes that are to be demolished and uh, the municipal governments of cities like Detroit and otherwise, if there's some kind of payout they get of, oh, we got to destroy this building because it's not safe, but sorry, Mr. Bank, we're sorry you're going to lose all this money. How about we give you exactly the amount it's worth? And the bank's like, oh, I guess I can take it. I guess I could yeah. take all that money off your hands. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it was some kind of really shitty uh, scenario like that, but I really I really don't know. I'll accept it. All right, Fine. if you have to. I mean, I really wanted that rat-infested rat building, but if you have to destroy it and give me its value and money, I, I guess I could take it off your hands. So Yeah, they're like, whew, they're just like sweating bullets while I put it off their forehead. Like, oh, God, that's finally out of my hair. Yeah. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I would assume that if there was people living in what? in these buildings, that there would be a lot more layers to the story of, like, and the Smith family was living in this home, and they liked it very much, but then the de- demolition company came and destroyed it. Here are some gu- great quotes from the family about how much they love their home and how sad they are, but there's none of that. It's literally just just a bunch of... You know, they were supposed to destroy this address, but they didn't. They destroyed the other one, and no right. one cares. Uh, yeah, nobody nobody cares uh, because they were both owned by, uh, you know, the, the municipality is just trying to get rid of all this land. I mean, like, it's still super cheap. And, uh, hey, uh, you know, you could probably buy some of these structures for less money than you could buy existing farmland, you know, in some rural areas. So, I mean, there's a possibility you could just, like, go farm in it. <laughs> farm in downtown detroit what i always Seriously? wanted yeah got a couple of people doing that yeah so for all of our listeners that are looking for their 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 big deal that's it go for it like detroit's super cheap because of all of these demolition companies that are playing roulette with your property <laughs> right a uh, combination of that and just all the steel mill jobs and automobile automobile jobs going overseas and elsewhere yeah and there's like poison water and apparently they didn't get the the proper um yeah just uh you know watch your bag don't be dumb and have fun farming in uh in a parking a parking parking complex oh yeah and there's lots of asbestos everywhere yeah yeah watch out uh don't don't uh breathe too deeply good times Oh yeah, good times. Got a silver lining. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think that's it. If you Keep if you ever property. wanted to be a yeah. farmer in downtown Detroit or the suburbs of Detroit, now's your chance. That's your shot. That's right. Everybody head that way <laughs> right now. Oh man, I tell you what. If uh, if anybody if anybody does want to get in touch with about their recent Detroit farming exploits, 
you can get in touch with us at a couple of places. Where all's that, Jimmy? All right. If you are interested in getting in contact with us, you can do so by emailing us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also tweet at us on the Twitter at cynicempowerme1, or you can like us on the Facebook at cynicempowerment and send us a message to there. Uh, please, if you're listening to us through any listening app, you know, like, review the show. It helps other people find it. We are spread through word of mouth. So, yeah, be cool and stuff. Like, this this could be, like, your one good thing of the day. Like, if you're like, man, I haven't done anything karmically good, do that. Please. Love God. Yeah, seriously. You'll, we're, we're relying on you guys to, to spread the good word. Yeah. So, Thank you for doing that if you have already, and if you haven't, shame on you. Yeah, shame. You. Shame. 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 A plague on your shame. house. Shame. You can only hope that you have a PKM rifle in order to shoot all of the locusts that we're currently sending your way. You can only hope that there's some Person. jihadist group living in your backyard. <laughs> We're going to take out all your crops, and then you're going to have to sell your spouse. Oh, yeah. It's too late. <laughs> it's already headed your way. You better go ahead and spread the word. <laughs> We're going to send the, the Detroit Demolition Company yeah. to your home. <laughs> and then they'll take out your neighbor's home. <laughs> <laughs> take out your neighbor's home. They're coming for you one day. <laughs> It's like the modern day plague. It's like if you do not put the red symbol on the, your front door, then yeah. the contract company will come and know that you are not of God's people and destroy your house. <laughs> or at the very least, the house that is in the general vicinity of where your house. Oh, man. You never know when your time will come. It's so good.